Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. All right, here we go. It's a brand new Flyers Daily for the 12th of April 2023 as the Flyers coming off an overtime win over the Columbus Blue Jackets. You would never know watching that game that it meant nothing for either team other than how many percentage points they have in a weighted NHL draft lottery. Because it was played extremely hard and it was back and forth. Columbus 2-0 lead to start. Flyers answer, get two goals in the first to tie it up at two. One of those behind JVR's 300th career NHL goal. And then grabbing the lead in the second period early on when Owen Tippett picked up a power play goal where he went absolutely beast mode. Oh, yeah, I'm bringing back a dated term. but uh, And then Owen Tippett wins it in overtime. But it was back and forth. Corrali tied it in the third period on a power play goal. And then uh, in the overtime, late in the overtime, 444 in, Tippett once again uh, provides the answer. His second goal of the game, he scored his 25th and 26th of the season. Ivan Provorov made a really good play by driving the net, having the awareness of a lack of time on the clock that he could take a little more risk and push into the offensive zone. And he sinks the couple of the Columbus defenders in with him. And that provides Tippett the space he needs to get to the net and eventually finish. And the Flyers win the game 4-3. to three. Again, two goals from Owen Tippett. And the first one, you just seeing these more and more consistently out of Tippett, these flashes of him just being a very, very good skating power forward. He's a guy that has the frame, has the strength and the size, has the shot. And on the first goal he scored, the finishing ability in tight to the net. An unbelievable finish. If there's one thing I've talked about with Tippett a lot that he needs to work on this offseason, it was that finishing in tight. Boy, he had an unbelievable finish for that goal that gave the Flyers the 3-2 lead. And then in overtime, Silky again, and a guy that's got 26 goals right now. And, you know, if he can take what the steps he has grown in his development this season into the offseason and build on them, you got a player that if he can get that shooting percentage up a little bit, he could score 35 goals. That's the type of player he is. I'm not saying he's high-end talent, but he's a player that can really do some damage in the NHL. And he needed the the ability to have the opportunity and the runway to be able to show what he's got as an NHL player. And I think the big part, too, is that he knows he's a good NHL player now. He's got that confidence, and that's a big thing for a player like Owen Tippett. So great performance out of him last night. Provorov with a couple of assists. Cam York assisted on the game-winning goal as well. The 2-D, one-forward overtime setup that John Tortorella has employed. It paid dividends last night for the Flyers as they get the W over the Columbus Blue Jackets. They outshot them 39-31, to and they'll take the win. Final home game of the season last night, and the Flyers will be back on Thursday, tomorrow night, to wrap up the season in Chicago. So we'll preview that for you in tomorrow's episode, but let's get to our feature interview in this episode. The Lehigh Valley Phantoms have secured their position in the AHL playoffs. Will they get the home ice? That's still to be determined. But head coach Ian LaPerriere is our guest here on this episode of Flyers Daily, and he joins us now. Lappy, how you doing? I'm good. How you doing, bud? Good. Has this season felt for you like it's been a long season? Or in some ways, I look at it, it's a blink of an eye, but 
it's been very long, but how's it been for you guys? Because you've had some really roller coaster emotions, but ending it on a good note. Yeah, I, I mean, every year is like that. You know, it's uh, sometimes you feel like it's long, sometimes you feel like it went fast. But uh, tell you one thing, so it was a lot more. It's a lot more fun this year than it was last year. Last year, you know, like it was a grind. This year was a grind too. But you know, with the skills that we have, the kids that we have, no disrespect to the team last year, but like it's a different team this year, and it's a lot more fun for me and my staff to work uh, uh, with the future of the Flyers and um, have them come up and uh, and I've been saying that all along in the past month and a half, like the, what they're experiencing right now, like the grind that we're going through right now and going through the playoffs, it's cash. That's going to pay, that's going to make them better players at the next level. And uh, it's one thing that you can't buy. You need to experience it. And I, I'm happy that my, my, my players and also my staff had to experience it and keep experiencing it to the, into the playoffs. And Lappy, it's not just about more games is better. It's the intensity and the meaning of the games as much as it is extra games, isn't it? Every game met something in the past month and a half. <laughs> it's just yeah. crazy. It's a, that's the division we're in, though. Like you know, like it's our division is just so competitive. And uh, but at the end of the day, again, it's uh, I know why I'm here. I'm here for those kids to uh, to be ready for the next level. And I feel like, uh, and I know that, uh, you know, to be ready to the next level, you need to live what they're living right now. And I'm just happy we were able to do that this year. And we're, I, I really like my uh, my team, the way they're, they're playing, the way they're gelling together at the right time. And I uh, can't wait to see what, uh, what we're going to do down the road. Lappy, you know, keeping an eye on everything that's going on with you guys up there and, you know, looking at the box scores and seeing highlights and doing some, you know, research on it. I think the thing that's really interesting to me is this is not um, a Phantoms team in the AHL that's making the playoffs on the backs of specifically veteran guys that are AHL lifers. This is your young guys. The, the future Flyers are really carrying it well for you this year. And that's a great thing. You know, I look at the – I see on that score sheet all the time is Tyson Forster. I'm seeing uh -huh. all these young players. Adam Yinning, who just got called up. Well, you're putting the youngsters in a lot of responsible positioning, aren't you? I think it's great, right? Yes, we are. And, and that, again, it's part of my job here. Like, yeah, I know, trust me, like, uh, it drives me nuts when I hear people that some people think I, I don't want to win and I'm playing too much, uh, too many young guys at, and those spots that you're talking about. But that's that's my main job here is to get those kids ready for the next level. And I need to put them in those situations to be ready for the next level. It's not at the NHL that they're going to, all of a sudden, they never play power play in the minors and they go up with the Flyers and they're on the park. That's not the way it works. And and But you're right. Like, I look around the league and the teams that we're playing against, and usually they have their older guys leading their way offensively. But that's something that our staff is proud of, our kids they pretty much carry most of the load all year with, you know, obviously would help with Garrett Wilson, Cal O'Reilly, you know, go down the list. And, um, you know, with Brooks and uh, Marodi, you know, they were banged up all, uh, most of the year. Now they're, they're fresh and they're ready to go. They're going to, they're helping. They've been helping for a month. They've been helping down the stretch. And I think timing's great in that regard. But uh, something that I'm proud of as a head coach, and I know my staff is too, that we put those kids in the, Tough position, but uh, they improve in those uh, in those power play position, PK, the end of the game, face-offs, and all that stuff that they're going to need to experience before they go to the next level. And they did this year, and they're going to keep doing it. Critical shifts inside a game. Um, let me ask you this question, because Torts has talked quite a bit about coaching the mind. And whether you get a guy that 
you know, starts off a year with you in the AHL or you get a player that's sent down, you know, those things where you are is not the desired end destination. And you know that. So when a player comes down and, and there's, there, there's a human element to that going, Oh no, I'm going down. I'm not going up. How do you handle that with the player? Cause I imagine there's sometimes there's a bit of a confidence rehabilitation that has to take place. Yes, there is, but I'll be, give our kids credit. You know, uh, you know, Tyson, Dinoye, uh, Oli, all those kids that came back down, they've been great. Like, you know, it's not, I've never, uh, never. I, I don't remember any of those kids that I had to sit down and say, listen, you got to pick it up because you feel, I feel like you're still with the Flyers. haven't, and which is great. Just give, uh, you know, just show how much character those kids are all about and they know what they need to be here. They know that, you know, the Flyers are not making the playoffs. You know, they're not uh, they're not playing meaningful games. We are. We've been doing it, and we're going to keep doing it for hopefully for another two months. And they know they're smart. They know that's just a great experience. And, you know, I forget about Hurst. Like, Hurston should be, like, you know, he's a great goalie. He's proved that he can play the next level, but he knows that those meaningful games that are coming up are used for his career down the road. And that's the, that's the difference between it. This generation and my generation, when we were 20, I would have been mad to get back to Peoria and <laughs> over there with the IHL, but those kids are smart. They know what's best for them. And uh, it's, uh, I've been, uh, maybe it's not like that everywhere, but our kids are smart and uh, I've been lucky. Yeah, let's talk about Urs because, you know, he comes up and he has some success here with the Flyers. Eventually he does come back down to you. And I know he had, he had a little bit of a slide, but boy, has he really picked it up late. And, you know, what's the thing about him, Lappy? Because he, uh, he's got a lot of swagger to him. I love his demeanor, never overwhelmed on or off the ice. Just seems like none of this is too big for him. What are you kind of learning about Samuel Erson? Well, he, he wants it. That's the biggest thing. Like many times this year, we'd lose a game on uh, you know, front of a back-to-back. Not that many times you lose in a game. <laughs> I know, I know. But I mean, like, uh, I'm thinking more at the beginning of the year. And I'd go, I'd go to see him. Like uh, you, we just lost, and I'm like, uh, he wasn't supposed to play the next time. Like you want the net, and he's giving me that that look. Like yes, I do. I'm like, all right, I love that. But that was the reputation about him before I even met the kid. They're like, that's the kid. There's all always started as number two, but he always ended up as number one at the end of the year. And I oh, can see great. why. Like you yeah. said, he's got that swagger. He wants it, and uh, you know, Tyson Forrester's got a little bit of that. You know, obviously they're not playing the same position. But they have that swagger about them and cockiness, borderline maybe. But that's what you want. You want those kids to succeed, and you want those kids to, you know, you want Tyson Forrester to be a, a you know, first line uh, right wing. You don't want him to be a fourth line right, right wing, which he can be tomorrow. But he wants to. You know, they want more. That's my point. Like they just want more. And I think it's it's kind of it's a, the limit for them, and it, it's just a great news for the Flyers organization. I love what you just said about Harrison too. He starts out, he always starts at number two, but he always ends up at number one. Well, that's, <laughs> that's what awesome. they told me before. I, that's what <laughs> they told me before. And I can't I know why they're saying that. And I can see why, because yeah. he wants it. Like it's, he's just hungry. And that's, that's the best quality you can have, especially uh, as a goalie. Yeah. And you know, you lose Grossnick for, he's played six games for you this year. So there's a yeah. lot of, a lot of opportunity for Harrison. Let, let me ask you about Tyson. Cause lap, you know, he comes up here and towards puts him in all kinds of situations. I mean, he's out there with a one goal lead in one game, you know, with their goaltender pulled, he blocks a shot and gets the, the ENG. Uh, but let me ask you about him because 
you know, he's got great skills. He, the skating is the one thing about him. The shots there, but is he one of those guys? Because I I see the way he anticipates the game and thinks of the game that he may be even a better player at the higher level than he has been at any other level because play he can play off other players' IQ and, and structure. Well, you know what? He's been pretty good at our level. He's been leading oh, yeah, the real team good. and scoring all year. And, yeah. And, but he, he does have that poise with the puck, but he's got the – he's a better 200-foot player than uh, I thought he would be. Like, especially last year. Last year we had a small sample, but he was banged up, and he wasn't the player that he is this year. And I feel like I said that before, like it probably um, a blessing in disguise for him to get that surgery last year to – to become a man, to, to train, to get stronger. And, and this year we see that stronger Tyson Forrester. And, and since he's been back with, since, uh, with the Flyers, you know, he just came back a couple of weeks ago. He's got an extra little um, something to prove, which I love. You know, he didn't come here and be like, poor me, I, I shouldn't be here. Came here like, all right, I, I know I can play at the next level. Now I need to dominate at this level, which is great. It's only great news for us, but he's, um, he's a hell of a player. I'm very impressed by him. Um, he wants to be in the illustration at the end of the game, which I think as a staff, we did that all year here. And, um, and he's just, again, it goes back to before you do it at the next level, you need to do it here and every night. And he has done. So when he goes up there, he's in the, I, obviously he's in a better league, but he's in the same situation. There's no panic. And I feel like the, the stretch that we've, we're on right now and going into the playoffs, it's going to pay for those kids. Like people don't realize how, Oh, it's going to make them better players down the road. Maybe not next year, maybe not the following year, but down the road, down the, you know, in their career, they're, they're only going to be better players. Lappy, I feel like there's a really defined, um, you know, level of communication with the Flyers, the Phantoms right now. And, hey, here's the deal. Like, you're going up. We're going to get a look at you. You're going to get some experience. You're going to go back down. You're going to get into a playoff run. And taking away all of that self-questioning, self-doubt of the players, that, that communication starts with you and then starts comes up here to the Flyers. But, boy, that communication seems to be really apparent to me right now. You know, with Danny there as well and towards is this triumvirate of, you know, the Phantoms, Flyers, and GMs and everything as kind of running smoothly as you can remember? Well, I th- you know what? It's, um, I think that's the way it should work. Like, you know, like you got to let those kids know what the plan is. You know, yeah. like, you know, if you let, if you leave them in the dark, they're going to think they're going to stay at the next level for, you know, they obviously they want to play the NHL. And I get it. You know, I did it as a player. I didn't want to play in the minors, but those kids, but if you tell them you'll be here for a little bit and you'll go back down, it's better for you. And you explain to them, it's better for your development down there. They're going in the playoffs. We want you to experience that here. You won't blah, blah, blah. If you go and, talk about the plan with those kids. I think they're going to respect us more. They won't feel like we're, we're playing games with them. They won't feel like uh, we're hiding stuff from them. You know, if we tell them the plan and, you know, sometimes they might, the plan might change a little bit, but at least they know what they're getting themselves into. And I like that. When we start playing mind games with those kids, you lose their trust. And at the end of the day, I feel like right now the organization from the top to the bottom to us, uh, I feel like the kids trust us and, um, it's it's going to be great for the future. Yeah, they have enough self doubt and all of that stuff going on. It's a crazy world. Just getting into pro hockey and everything, mm-hmm. you know, add in mind games is not a good idea. Let me ask you about Adam Yinning. Uh, he gets the call up. Um, we've had a bunch of guys call up, and every guy that you 
that we've had called up from your team, Lappy, has come up here and peeled a lot of people's eyes back. So I don't know what you're doing down there, what kind of magic salt you got, okay. magic elixir, but tell me about Adam Yinning. They're all good players, by the way. Like getting, and I said that uh, up there, I'm like, he should have been up a while ago. He's been uh, unbelievable. What a great human to start with, but he makes everybody better. Whoever plays with him is better. Like, you know, like it's, uh, that's a great quality for a defenseman. You watch a game, you're like, yeah, I didn't do much. And you watch a game again on, on, on the you computer. The little, things. The little things that he does that his partner might have, you know, uh, was a little bit too risky. But Adam is there to make sure he's taking care of all the, uh, the mistakes behind him. And he reminded me a lot of uh, Browner up there. Like, you know, he's, he's got that uh, long reach, good stick. He's a left-hand shot, obviously. But um, it's not a bad thing. Like, Browner played a long time. You know, I know it's his last year this year, but, you know, he, he played a long time for San Jose and for the Flyers, and he's a, he had a hell of a career. And uh, Adams in the same kind of defenseman. I think he's got a little bit better puck, puck skill than Browner. But um, it's uh, the future is bright for him. He doesn't get rattled about anything. He's a physical defenseman. Yeah, people are gonna enjoy him. If they watch a game, don't expect anything flashy. He might sometimes he'll surprise you, but don't expect anything flashy. He's very sound defenseman. That kills the play when it's time to kill the play and take care of his partner. And I've been really impressed with him. Kind of like an offensive lineman in football. If you don't hear his name, he did his job. That's it. He's that <laughs> kind of guy, and he's he's uh, he's very appreciative. His teammates love him. He's just a great big body that he's gonna get in there for his teammates and. He's, he's got a bright future, too. Yeah, that, that's a guy who makes the, the little play that you see on tape with him is the fact that he just pivots to a different spot when his partner's in trouble to give him an outlet. And sometimes you don't see that. You know, he could be up the ice a little bit, and he sees his partner in trouble. He goes, okay, I'm just going to shade 12 feet, and that, that's all the support I need for my partner because now he can get me the puck. He's been great for Ronnie Adder, like, since we yeah. made that move there. Like, uh, He's been helping Ronnie about, you know, exactly what we're talking about. Taking care of Ronnie's a little bit uh, run and gun. So yeah, he's there aggressive. to help out uh, aggressive. Yep. Which is great. That's his biggest quality. And I want him to do it. But uh, like, but Adam is there to take care of the little mistakes that uh, Ronnie leaves behind. Lappy, let me ask you about a guy I know you're excited about. A lot of people are. Um, he signed that ever amateur tryout contract after coming over from Sweden and then signed to ZLC. Emil Andre. Uh, I know he picked up a goal again the other day. What have you seen out of Emil? Because um, he, he had a really good year, had a world good world juniors. And this is an exciting player. He may not be big, big in stature, but he can he can defend and he can get up the ice and do a lot of things for you. He's a little competitor. Love that about him. He's skilled. Yeah. He moves the puck uh, great on our power play, five on five. Like he's not afraid to take a hit to make a play and he's not afraid to give a hit to make a play. And, and losing Z, that's, you know, having him coming in at that time it really helps us and uh, he's been playing huge minutes and and again he doesn't get for a kid who's only been here for what two weeks now he doesn't get rattled about anything which is you can tell like sweets don't get rattled usually and um but you can tell the kid i watched him this summer at the world juniors i was impressed by his game but he was playing against kids you know junior against junior yeah he's playing against men and it's the same player that i saw on tv which is only great news for us first and it's great news for Flyers. Like uh, I've heard great things about him. I'm getting to know him a little bit more every day. He's a character kid that, uh, again, that's another kid that sky's the limit. I had him on last week, and we were trying to get him 
get him corralled to do the interview and he didn't know his own phone number yet <laughs> well i didn't have i don't even have his phone seriously like i think he just got his cell phone right now so i i don't ever say that's the kid who i don't think he cares much about that he cares about playing hockey which is great but think about that like if you didn't have your phone you'd be oh my god we'd be panicked this kid comes yeah, over from another did, country and all of that no. But he doesn't not he didn't have a phone phone. Like he had a Swedish <laughs> number probably, but back home. But that's the thing. You're right though. I'd be the first my first step would be I'll go to Verizon or, yeah. or whatever, go get a phone. Comcast, I should say. <laughs> and go get a phone there. And uh, it's uh yeah, but he's that kind of kid, doesn't get rattled, doesn't care, just wanna play hockey, which for me it's music to my ears. That's awesome. I, it's, sometimes we forget that human part of it. That like yeah. this guy's in a new country. He's a young kid, and trying to. You got some Swedes there to help him, which is great. So including yes, Adam Yenning. Um, yeah. Let me ask you about the playoffs, lap. Getting home ice is paramount because in that first round, it's a best of three, and you get all three at home. So yeah, how do you, how do you secure? If, you, if we play Charlotte, we get all three at home. If you uh, if we play the other three teams, the first one's on the road, and the two the last are at home. Okay, that's the way it works. But yeah, I do. We all do, and that was the meeting this morning. Let's keep playing hard for the home ice advantage. You know, we're playing Charlotte on Saturday. Uh, sorry, uh, Friday. So we need to win our games, and um, well, you know, again, we're we control our destiny, which is great about last stretch, like the last 20 games, the team's been playing as like a team, which is great. We job at the right time and we just need to keep doing that to make sure we play the same way when we get into the playoffs and, and uh, why change it? We know the recipe. We have the recipe. Let's keep doing it. Why change anything? Like just even if playoff, when playoff comes around there, I don't want to change anything. Why change it if I'm broken? So yeah, it worked all year. Why are you going to change it now? That's it. Let's keep going the last three. Keep doing what we've been doing. And get into the playoffs wherever seed we're in. And I'm not, I like my team on the road too. I mm. want to start at home, don't get me wrong, but if something happened and we start on the road, I'm very comfortable with our team on the road. Well, how's your home building been, Lappy, as, as it's Unbelievable. coming down the stretcher? Unreal. Unbelievable. Right? Unreal. Like, you know, when I said that all along, like I've been, I've been lucky, like to have as a, my first job as a head coach to be in the Valley. Like, we love it here. I live here now. It's a great place Beautiful. to live. Beautiful. Our building is amazing. Like we had great friends all year, even on Wednesday games. Like we go to other buildings, we wonder if they know there's a team in town. But here in the Valley and Allentown, our, our Flyers Phantom support has been just amazing. And I think it's going to just put, it's going to push those kids in the playoffs. And that's one of the main reasons why I want us to, I want to own my advantage is to have our friends behind us. And I'm talking about it like you just last game. It's funny you mentioned that I'm watching. Uh, you can see, but I got my computer there. I'm watching the goals that we scored, and I like to watch the reaction of the fans there. And I have a kid, and and a kid and his dad, and not to get uh, sad, but today is the 20th anniversary of my my dad passing. Which I'm wow. watching the clips, and I see the dad with his uh, with his son there, and they're jumping around like they just scored those two goals for me. It means the world to me to have those fans and growing. The, the, they're going to see their team in the playoffs, and I just can't wait to see a reaction like that again. And you can't believe it's been 20 years, can you? It's it's crazy, man. It's just crazy. Yeah, I lost my dad in 2016, and I still I'm going. Yeah, he's going to walk yeah. in tomorrow. You still feel it, and you still feel it. And there's it won't change, a, but it won't. Change. No, no, it won't. And there's such a bond with this sport and your dad, which sure. is wow, that's awesome. Let's wrap it up there. That's wrapping it up on a great note. Lappy, I wish yeah. you nothing but success in these playoffs. You know I love you. And I'm going to get up there to the valley. When I come do. up, when I come up, I'm going to come into the room, give the boys a little Herb Brooks type speech for you. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Let's do that.
<laughs> Thanks for doing right. this, brother. You're welcome, but have a great one. There he is, head coach Ian LaPerriere, joining us on this episode of Flyers Daily. And uh, he's done a real nice job with uh, the players, the young players there, giving them opportunity, letting them make the mistakes but learn from them. And uh, every player that we've seen up with the Flyers that has either been here or is a first time making his NHL debut with the Flyers has come up and looked better for the time that he has spent this season with Ian LaPerriere. So we thank him for giving us the time, and we thank you for giving us the time. And join us tomorrow as we preview the final game, Game 82 of the 22-23 season. We'll do that tomorrow on a brand new Flyers Daily.